Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Audio Bag, Rock Paper Shotgun's fortnightly podcast where we keep you updated on all things online shooters. And today I'm joined once again by Hayden. Uh, how is it going? Hello, yeah, things are good. I, I recently got uh, new glasses for the first Ooh. time in years. Honestly, like multiple relationships worth of wear and tear on these glasses. So like it's, you know... They've taken me through some some hard times, but I got new ones over the weekend. And the biggest, I mean, so my old glasses had like a massive, one of the lenses was basically just one big scratch. Like I couldn't see anything. <laughs> right. Everything just had deal. this like weird blur. Um, so like that's gone. That's a huge change. Uh, and also because they were so old, they had, my old like lenses had yellowed considerably just from age. Uh, and there was a decent period of maybe like the past year where every time I looked at myself, I've been looking at myself through yellowed lenses. So every time I look at myself, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've got liver failure. Uh, and <laughs> I don't know what point to bring it up to someone. And like people would like, like family and friends would see me and they'd be like, Hayden, your eyes look yellow. What's, are you okay? Like, do you need to go to a hospital? Uh, and immediately once I got these new glasses, it's gone. I can I my skin is its normal pasty color, uh, and my eyes yeah. are a healthy white. People aren't just coming up to you and asking you, "Do you have liver failure? Are yeah, your livers yeah. collapsing? <laughs> like, do you need to get rushed to the hospital right this second? Do- <laughs> it must be amazing walking around and it's just super clear again. It's lovely. Like, it's genuinely, people say it all the time, like, oh, it's like upgrading into HD. It's like upgrading into HD. Everything <laughs> is so clear. And like, just, it's it's such a weird thing, like, seeing things in the correct colour. Like, I think that's, that's the, the biggest thing, the biggest part <laughs> of it for me. Like, looking outside, you know, on your computer, do you have like a like a night mode or like a white light. I do, yeah. I've, yeah. I've got this thing that, you know, tints it red as like time goes by, you know, hmm. protect yeah. my eyes. So I permanently use my computer with night mode on, which means everything is always a little bit more orange uh, or yellowy than than it would be because I the blue light just gives me like a headache. I can't deal with it. Um, so that's basically how I've been viewing the entire world because of my old glasses. Like it's basically just everything's had like a bit of a nightlight filter on it. Uh, Cause they would like genuinely yellow. So like now in the same way that you might when change, like turning your nightlight filter off or whatever, and you like, you see the blue light and you can see how blue it is. If that makes sense. Like you can see. I, like, I get you. It's yeah. not tinted with slight yellowy now. And yes. like, that's how it is looking outside. I look outside and I'm like, oh yes, the sky is like, you know, or grey or white. It is not yellow. Oh yes, that's what the sky looks like. It, it clouds aren't this weird like, <laughs> like what's it colour? You know what I mean? They're just <laughs> they're normal. Your life isn't just a big what's it now. That's exciting. Yes, that's the thing. I've um, been living like a huge what's it for the past probably few years, and now I can see clearly. I suppose moving on from what's it chat as much as I love what's it's we should probably talk about video games shouldn't we um and that's I mean our point of interest this week to no one's surprise is Call of Duty One Warfare 2 uh the most recent one not the old one um so we might as well start (laughs) with 
with the multiplayer side of things, we, we touched on the campaign in the previous pod. Um, but this is the big one, really. We've wanted to talk about multiplayer and Warzone and, and all of that good stuff for a, for a while. Um, we've both been playing a fair amount, I think. And um, yeah, I think what, what are your sort of brief thoughts on multiplayer? Uh, do, do you like it? Do you hate it? My first brief thought is it would have been way funnier if we had just started talking about old Modern Warfare 2 and not touched on the new one at all. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> if we'd been like, oh yeah, my favourite map's Favela. And I'm really loving the... Oh, what was my favourite gun? The a- ACR? ACR? The ACR. That was the gun, right? That was the gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thoughts on new Modern Warfare 2. Big fan. They're largely very similar to what they were with old Modern Warfare 2, actually, in that it's probably the first time in a long time that I haven't been able to put down a COD multiplayer. Like, I, it's, you know, infested my life in, in an uncomfortable way. Um, <laughs> I, genuinely. And, like, I, 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 I'm fully serious when I say I don't think a COD has grabbed me quite this much wow. in such a long time. Like, Vanguard, I did get into it. Uh, and I did quite like Vanguard, controversially. I'm sure people will shout at me that I'm wrong, but uh, I did like Vanguard. Um, but I didn't get like hooked on all the progression. I'd just play it and kind of suck ass. But in Modern Warfare 2, new one, I'm like chasing gold camos and everything. Uh, and, you know, really getting into like, the nitty gritty. And I think I'm like you know, well past max level, like in, into the seasonal prestige stuff. But like, yeah, I've just really—I I don't know—it's really got its claws in me. Like it's the same way that old Modern Warfare Two would have, like you know, ten, eleven, twelve years ago, probably longer than that. Like that was the first card I ever played—the original Modern Warfare Two. Um, so, like, it's—it obviously it's quite different because the old one had like actual prestige systems and stuff. But like in that same way that in OG Modern Warfare Two, I would have like you know, got to level 70 or whatever, prestiged, and done the whole thing again, constantly looping through prestiges to try and hit, like, the magnificent prestige 10 level 70, like, milestone. I'm kind of doing that with camo challenges in this, and camo challenges are never really something that's appealed to me before. But I think the core gameplay of Modern Warfare 2 is so strong, and, like, the, the multiplayer just feels so right that I can just keep playing it endlessly. Um, even when awful maps come up that I hate, like Tarak <laughs> sucks, but I, I I deal with it and I moan about it like a good player, uh, and I keep grinding my gold camos, and that that's all that really counts. That's all that really matters. Um, and it's it, high praise. I, yeah, yeah, it's, I, it is very high praise. I'm really hooked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of games that have come out since Modern Warfare Two that I would like to play, but I have not had time to play. Because I'm grinding gold camos. <laughs> it's it's definitely feels like the best COD, but like for for a while potentially like ever. Like it 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 the guns just feel amazing. Um, I love like the sound, the new headshot yeah. sound they've got as well. Um, the kill like it just feels great. Like all the kill streaks. I like the maps. Um, it, it really tracks. is. Yeah, it's it's just hard to even Tarak. Well, Tarak's probably not actually. Not. I hate Tarak. Um, <laughs> I there's some others I hate as well, and I can't really remember what they're called. Um, but I I really like um, 
the uh, what's it called like the market the the marketplace uh think it's set in mexico um i like that one do you want me to uh, be controversial what uh, you, you know like in the same way that like i think the witcher 3 is garbage uh and you know i ha- i have some hot takes uh i'm gonna flip the tables and the map that everyone said is garbage that santa senior border crossing that's just a massive row of cars. You know the one I mean. Oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> I think Do it's you? Great. Interesting. Yeah, I played it for like my first match. I was like, "This is the worst map ever. This is terrible." And then I saw everyone saying the same thing online. I was like, "Cool, I'm not like the outlier here." And then I realized it's perfect for grinding camos. Uh, and that one lane, like the 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 corridor little passageway thing, that runs all the way along the road. That is a camo, oh, camo hotspot of amazingness. I, that was the best words I've ever used because that's the. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> like you can just sit there and like, if you need mounted kills, there are bins to mount on. If you need long shot kills, you just get them across the whole thing. If you need like point blank kills, a hip fight kills, you just get right in there and charge up to the end. It's so easy. It's so easy. Ah, oh, I love it. It makes camos so easy to get. Like, and you know, right now I've been doing it for the marksman rifles. They're genuinely, like, that is the ideal map because you can just sit in there and just such click. a hot spot that people run through. Yeah, you can just pop one shot as people run through. Easy. It's perfect. Nice. And because, like, the only like on either side is really where like you're going to spawn on that map. So like. If you spawn, you can run straight into that little passageway, get set up with your marksman rifle, and just start popping heads, getting your camos. Oh, I, I actually don't mind that map either that much. I, I hate the start of the map when like the cars are like pre, yeah. like they, they aren't exploded. So you just kind of run in and you, <laughs> you just die to like a million explosions. Be like, oh, this sucks. But then after that, um, it's not too bad. Um, yeah, I, I've not really been on like a big camo grind. Um been trying to like unlock certain weapons. Uh that's been maybe like my biggest issue with Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer. Um is like if you kind of want to, you know, uh use the TAC five six or whatever it's called. Um before in a, in a cod you could just use that gun and you would max it out and you get all the attachments for it and that's great whereas in this one you've kind of got to level up like five other different guns to unlock all the attachments you'd want from it and it's a bit like i, I understand why they've done it uh you know but it just feels a bit a bit shit actually yeah it is um, nightmarish I, I i'm probably feeling it a bit less than than like you because like the camera grind necessitates that I just use a bunch of guns anyway. Um, so I do tend to find that I already have like attachments and stuff before I need you know before I would have needed to grind like I've already kind of got them. But uh, I definitely feel that with like unlocking weapons in general, um, and that's something that's kind of been curbed now that DMZ is out. Um, but like when Modern Warfare Two came out, um, the SPX eighty was a really popular sniper. And I was like, well, I've got to get that bad boy. Like, I need that in my loadout. Oh, uh, God, yeah. So to get the SPX-80, you had to use the SBR-208 marksman rifle 
and then use the SO14, I think it was called, Marksman Rifle, and then use one of the other snipers, and then you could get the SPX-80. And you had to level like those three guns up quite high first. Um, a nightmare. It took me days. And then DMZ comes out, and all you have to do to unlock a weapon now is extract it in DMZ. Uh, and you can buy the SPX-80 for like 10k while you're in a game in DMZ. So like you buy it and extract takes two minutes oh i didn't know i i I knew you could take a weapon out um from dmz and and it would unlock which i think is a really cool thing actually i mean that's that's a nice addition um i didn't realize you could buy the gun in dmz yeah there are buy stations where you can just buy a bunch of guns Oh, oh! Because I've been like, oh, I would love to unlock the SPX eighty, and I've been sort of trying to do the right thing and just go go through the grind of unlocking the weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just going to do that. Just yeah, obviously, like it might be a random pool at the buy station every game, but like you know, if it's that easy, like I went into like one game and found it straight away, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> Why like... did I go through all the trouble? Interesting. <laughs> oh well, I'll just do that and. We'll get onto DMZ a bit later, but we were big fans of that mode, so mm. that's that's exciting. Um, but I think overall, our thoughts on multiplayer. Are, I mean, for you, very strong. For me, really strong. strong. Like it, it's a it's a good time, and um, I do still see it. I think as more of a I a secondary mode. Like I'll I'll play it when I, I you know like you. I want to unlock some camos for a gun or. I want to use a specific loadout in in Warzone or, or DMZ, really. Um, but that's not to say I don't enjoy it. It's just the way I've always kind of viewed the multiplayer side of things. And yeah, um, right now it's it's little more than like a premium leveling experience, right? Like you go in there to level up your stuff, get your attachments, and then take it into Warzone. I think that's how it's been for a while now. Like, yeah, you know, it's odd that it's the one you pay for, but it feels like the supplementary experience. Yeah, and they yeah, like they absolutely know what they're doing, don't they? Like they yeah. know that they know that's where it sits now, um, and and why probably the kind of multi weapon leveling system exists. Um, but hey, it, it's what it works. Um, it's the main thing, uh, and the, you can sort of bypass it through DMZ, which is kind of cool. Um, as for Warzone. <sighs> I suppose the biggest change um, for that, uh, some previous war zones, you had sort of Verdansk and we've had Caldera. Um, so Warzone 2, we're moving to Almazra, which is kind of like a uh, Arabian-inspired map, sort of deserty. Um, very nice, actually. Uh, I, I've sort of been really really into it sort of taken aback at how much i'm i'm enjoying spending time with the map i think it's a lot there's a lot more to it than Verdansk. as much as i like Verdansk, i think it's a brilliant map i just think this one feels well there's a more there's more sort of as they say in the great british bake-off more layers to this map than Verdansk. <laughs> um, there's just more detail uh, in environments it's a, it's a bit more colorful it's very it is very kind of sandy but there is some color uh to it um and it feels like i can't really like explain why but it feels like it's going to stand the test of time i just get the feeling that every time i'm dropping in i'm not bored of it a bit like verdansk so it's towards the end of Verdansk's lifespan i was a bit like oh all right i've had my fill but that was after like hundreds of hours and i feel like this will this will stand up i reckon for for, for a while so i just want to hear your thoughts on it really so how do you feel about 
um, Almazra in comparison to the other maps? And have you been enjoying it? Yeah, I think I think the the biggest like shocker for me is how familiar it feels in like a week. Um, Interesting. I, it, like Almazra, I bet I I honestly haven't even played that much Warzone, like exclusively because I have been on multiplayer as well quite a lot still. Yeah. Um, but there's something about Almazra that just feels instantly comfortable, um, and I don't quite know how to like qualify that further. But like the feeling it's kind of giving me right now is, I guess the best thing I can do is compare it to the feeling I got when we moved from Verdansk to Verdansk '84 or whatever it was, and then yeah. from that to Caldera. And like every it, going from Verdansk to like the Cold War Verdansk, and then into Caldera constantly felt like a downgrade and mm. like it, once i got hands-on with those new maps like starting with the cold war vidansk one it immediately felt like a downgrade from og vidansk um and it soured the experience a bit and i didn't feel the same pull to come back and it's it's a weird thing like how important a map is to the battle royale experience because you only really see a tiny chunk of it in each game you know, um, or you know, in the majority of games, obviously, if you go in like all the like the full distance, you might see more of it. But even then, you're just sprinting along to keep up with the circle, right? So you don't really like get cozy, you know what I mean? Or you don't really like go sightseeing around, you know what I mean? But there, yeah, there's something just how it affects maybe like the pacing of like movement and just like I don't know. It's a hard, it's a hard thing for me to like fully kind of wrap yeah. my head around. But like going from Vidance to Vidance Gate Four felt like a downgrade, and like from that to Caldera, honestly, that that ruined Warzone for me. Like I Caldera didn't feel as fun, and I didn't go back after I played a little bit of Caldera. Um, Almazra immediately feels it. It it's so. The, the feeling I have with it is so similar to what it was with the original Verdansk in that like there's just something comforting about it and there's something that just feels so good about it. Uh, and I'll agree with you that like there is perhaps even more there. It's a little bit more complex than Verdansk, both because like I think it, it maybe it's just where I'm dropping and where I used to drop in OG Verdansk, but it does feel a little bit more vertical or like it has more depth to it. Uh, in like I guess vertical in my head just means like going up but there are also ways to go down into like caves and mm. it just feels very there's more to explore i guess less surface level um so like that's kind of pulling me in more and also like the extra stuff to do on the map that's really strong like strongholds and black sites or whatever they're called that stuff really grabs me. And I was just saying this to you before because we were just, just had a, a quick game <laughs> to warm ourselves up. And like, we, we've spoken before about like when you're playing in a Warzone game uh, and there's that, you know, you go in and you loot up. And then there's kind of a mid game lull where like you're just following the circles, taking it pretty slow, you know, gathering cash and preparing yourself for what is going to be quite a chaotic like end game. Um, when the circles like, shrunken it's quite small um and with like our masra and warzone 2 the stronghold and the black sites they're just a little bit of extra interactivity for me just a little extra something for me to do like isn't too intense you know most of it realistically 
is probably going to be fought against AI with a few players that jump into the mix. Uh, but there's something about having just that little extra thing to go do that isn't just kind of like sitting around twiddling my thumbs and like straining my eyes to like look for tiny little pixels in the distance that might be a player. Like having something to actively work towards instead that's like, let's go clear a stronghold and get our loadout. Like it's more involved than just gathering cash and drop, you know, dropping loadout drop and that's it, right? You're set up for the game. Like there's something a little bit more involved and a little bit more exciting about going to a stronghold, not knowing if you're going to run into other players or if it's just going to be AI. Like clearing the building, getting your like your cool weapons. That feels like it's more of an achievement for me in Warzone 2. And it makes it way more interesting for me. Like, you know, like to kind of keep going back every game because you never quite know what to expect. Uh, and I feel like that's the best part of a battle royale, like not knowing what to expect. And strongholds are just this extra little dose of chaos in the middle of it that I quite like. Yeah, uh, like that's the perfect way to say it because we, in the game we played a second ago, we we were like, oh, let's do a stronghold. Um, so we sort of went and did it and it was, we well, I think the house was like, cleared of, of ai enemies and we uh, i think you kind of disarmed the bomb and but but then we discovered that we sort of drawn attention to ourselves because that's what happens when you enter a stronghold it kind of goes red and a big flare like goes up and stuff saying hey there's guys doing the stronghold um and we were just in this like firefight for ages with these other players um yeah, just endless uh, i think someone picked up like a bounty contract on me as well which was nightmarish because we had to then just sit there for like four minutes right so we were yeah. just trying to like make it out alive and it was like rewarding once we 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 managed to survive the whole affair of multiple teams coming at us or whatever and um we got the load out at the end of it um and loads of money or whatever and um it did feel a much more of an accomplishment than just getting together ten thousand, you know, dollars, and then going <laughs> to a buy station and just calling in a loadout drop. Which you can't do anymore. You could do that in the previous war zone. You couldn't do. Yeah. You can't do that anymore in this one. You can get together. I think it's five grand. Go to a buy station and buy like one of your custom one of your custom sort of weapons. Um, but you don't get like uh, the perks and stuff that kind of go goes with that um yeah so yeah i i, I echo your thoughts on, on the strongholds and the black sites which which see like we don't know a huge amount about them um but <laughs> i think they're just stronger strongholds with a juggernaut inside that i think if you sort of manage to destroy the juggernaut then he'll drop more loadout stuff and probably better things um i think i saw a twitch yeah. streamer do it once we, we um, find out because the circle came and pushed us out of the building <laughs> yeah um so i i yeah i also echo your thoughts on the fact it's nice to have other things on the map to do especially as al masra is i think it's larger than Vedantic. it certainly feels it um it's, mm -hmm. it's vast and it's quite nice just to have stuff that funnels people towards uh, like activities um and i like that al masra still has contracts um like things you can kind of pick up and little objectives to to complete um just to kind of give you some direction um that's one thing that i think warzone that's why it's my always been my favorite battle rails because i'm someone who is not very good at um when i'm not given any direction um Obviously, it's fine when you're chatting to mates and all that sort of stuff. That's great. But kind of 
I also want to play the game <laughs> and I don't like just sitting around hoping to bump into players. I like if there is a lull in combat and we can still chat, but kind of go and do a safe cracker contract, which is when you kind of, it locates three safes for you on the map and you sort of have to blow the doors off them. And obviously that might attract enemy players to you, but you get loads of loot and stuff from it. And it's just kind of keeps things keeps things moving in Warzone. I always think that pacing is so strong. Um, yeah, and obviously if you've already looted up and everything, to get a bounty contract and just go hunt down another team. Like, yeah. It's so easy to just like throw yourself right back into the like the frenzy of it all if you do find you know, yourself, like things slowing down a bit and you find yourself getting a bit bored. Like you, you contracts give you the opportunity to be back in the like the action within seconds. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't take long to travel across these maps. Like you just find a vehicle and you get going. Um and yeah, I agree that's like one of Warzone's biggest strengths. And that you always kind of have something to do. Um rather than just sitting around and waiting. Because that can be so tempting in Battle Royales. Just sitting around waiting for like the circle to shrink. Especially in Fortnite. That's exclusively how I play Fortnite. That's wait because I'm scared of kids shooting me. <laughs> and and like, <laughs> I, I found like it with PUBG, even Fortnite, um Apex, so many, so many of the other battle royales, I just they don't grab me like Warzone does because yeah. they don't have these these con they they might have some but like Fortnite you can kind of stick a bounty on someone but just the sheer like variety that Warzone gives you um just to do stuff when things get a little bit tiresome so you're not just running across a field for like 40 minutes and not you're not seeing anyone um it just feels like you're always working towards stuff and I'm honestly surprised that some of the battle royales haven't sort of copied it <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, such a good idea. I mean, um, there's one other thing that like Warzone and obviously Warzone Two as well does like so well over other battle royales, which is like Call of Duty has been around for a long time now. Ed was born in like the 1800s, and he was playing Call of Duty <laughs> when he was a kid. So like, Call of Duty has mastered gunplay in a way few other games have. And I know it's such a weird thing to say when like the fan base can be quite negative and quite critical of like Call hmm. of Duty every year, every time there's a new game. But it's hard to deny that at base level, regardless of the COD you're playing, the guns feel and sound amazing. Uh, and I, I think that's a really hard thing to get like as perfect as COD does. Um, but it's it's a thing that I think few of the Battle Royales have quite managed. And I think it's the strength of having an entire franchise to fall back on in that. You know what I mean? They know what good sound design is and they know what good gunplay is. Uh, and I think something that like Apex or, you know, for sure, like Fortnite and stuff like has never quite managed for me is just to feel like, I don't know, the guns just feel so much more, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sense of like weight to it, which I guess comes of like maybe that, uh, COD's arcadey, but it's, you know, less arcadey than like those games. So there's like an extra maybe tiny layer of realism in it, especially in like Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2, which obviously Warzone has like modeled itself after. Um but also just like how, I don't know, just the tiny intricacies that I think few others have quite managed. And I guess that comes down to like a massive in-depth loadout system where you're, you know, slapping on like five different attachments that marginally change the recoil control and stuff. I don't know. But it something about like how... It's, it's just a bit more in-depth, I think, uh, and the gunplay. Like, it just feels 
so right and it feels so good to use like kind of any gun that you pick up even if they're not an objectively good gun like it, it, everything just feels so right when you're shooting another player uh, and that's it's a hard thing to get right but like i think warzone and, and call of duty across the board it's one of the things they've mastered constantly for sure um i think it call of duty gets it the whole like package right it sort of understands like how the multiplayer feeds into Warzone and how it all kind of comes together, especially with like the attachments and, and weapon unlocks. There's just such like a, again, you don't get this with other battle rounds. It's like so much variety, um, mm-hmm. so many different guns to use, so many different attachments to put on them. You can now go into certain attachments and like tune them uh, on like this little graph, which might sound like really excessive, but when like this game is meant to like last for a long time and initially it might feel a bit like oh what like why on earth have they done this but as time goes by i think you sort of start to appreciate like how how much kind of i don't know it just adds longevity uh to Mm -hmm. it i think um and i think when when you're playing games like like apex or, or PUBG, their weapons stay static the whole time they're just those are the weapons uh and that's all you're getting for that season and for seasons and seasons and seasons whereas with call of duty it always feels like the meta is changing um you know the best gun is constantly rotating all the time there's all these different people on social media um also talking up different weapons um and different ways to to make them good or make them stupid or um, it just feels like there's always this buzz around the different weapons in, in Warzone and Call of Duty um, that you don't get in, in other Battle Royales. It just kind of makes you want to play and, and try things out and and find new strong combinations. Or even if you don't care about the strongest weapon in the game, um, I found like some of the ground loot in this in, in this new Warzone is strong enough. There's some really like yeah. a lot of the weapons in this game are good. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. I just think that you, you, again, you're right with the gunplay, it's just weighty. There's this great feel to it. You can really feel the differences when you stick different attachments on. And I know Fortnite is very different. Um, but it, like the gunplay in that is, is fine. Um, Apex has like punch to the guns, but there's just something about them, which feels a bit like rigid maybe um yeah. a bit like you kind of press your left click and all your bullets immediately evacuate your magazine and you're just mm-hmm. you spend more of your time in apex reloading than you do shooting i think um yeah whereas yeah in cards it's just it just gets it so right i don't know yeah it's also like you say that like that kind of the more nuanced level of like interactivity of like slapping on different attachments, testing out different combos, like building the same weapon in different ways. You know what I mean? To get something mm. else out of it. Like there's just something about that that I find so engaging. Um, and sometimes it's engaging in an annoying way. Like sometimes it's like, oh, I just can't get this gun right. But it, it's just seeing everyone like testing out different combos. And like you said, like seeing the meta constantly kind of shift. And it's very different to other like battle royales, like you say, where things are kind of set out when a season starts uh, and a lot of it is down to you know the devs who are just 
putting those guns out there and you know obviously you can fire attachments and stuff but it's a lot less streamlined to like get your perfect gun in a lot of other ones whereas warzone with like either custom buys from the buy station or like getting a loadout from a stronghold like it's pretty streamlined in that like you want to that that's the that's the goal for every game right to get like your perfect setup going because that's how you're going to win so, yeah i guess it just streamlines the whole experience as well and it, it does feel like call of duty hits that like right balance for a lot of players as well a lot of different people like whether you're playing casually or you really want to take it quite seriously sort of found i suppose fortnite has no build now um so you kind of take away the ridiculous skill ceiling that comes with building um but that always used to put me off fortnite i was like well this isn't for me because i can't build i don't enjoy it and not very good at it um apex i find is is very difficult game uh the movement in that is is very fast and i think you jump into it now and a lot of its player base um are just very good at kind of outplaying you with with crazy movement tech and and you have to be very good at aim all of that sort of stuff um whereas i find with call of duty yes you got to be good at aiming and shooting or whatever but it, i think anyone can kind of at least in Warzone 2, more so than one, I do find it's, if you position well uh, and, and you're kind of smart with how you're playing, I think anyone can kind of win now, which which might be off-putting to some, but I think that's 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 a great thing. It's not all about, yeah. like, in previous Warzone, you could kind of slide cancel, so you kind of crouch sprinting and you could, you could outplay, you could sort of get away with with kind of not positioning very well if you were good at kind of the movement tech thing. Um, whereas in this, it, everything feels maybe a little bit more tuned. So you've got to be kind of more deliberate in your like decision-making and and position well. Like whoever gets the shots off first and, and breaks through someone's armor plates is probably going to win that fight now. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's the odd beauty of a low TTK, right? Like if if people can just rinse you down in like a few bullets, like it's scary and it's tough, but it also means that everyone's kind of on level playing field. Uh, and in that, like like you say, it just comes down to like being smart in how you move and in how like you approach a situation, right? Yeah, and and we were talking about this before um briefly um whereas in warzone one you could every player uh is able to plate uh put on three armor plates which i suppose gives you a bit of a buffer um when you're getting shot um whereas now uh, in warzone two you can only you only start with the ability to put two armor plates on um and you need to find like a special three plate armor vest in order to then get that third slot. Um, I think armor plating also takes a bit longer now and you can't sort of run quite fast when you're armor plating. And I was just wondering sort of what, again, what what are your thoughts on like sort of the, the new armor plate system, which is quite small, but it's, it's quite a big change, I think. Yeah, it, it does feel really significant. Um, and it's something that's... It's really hard to talk about because realistically you you're never really going to know if that makes sense like when you're in that fight whether someone had like that extra armor plate. Mm. You know, but like it is something that like I it I rarely think about it in a game but I always wonder if that's why I died. 
you know, especially when it, I am just like straight up exchanging fire and there's no kind of like positioning that gives them the advantage. Like the fact that you start with two and you have to kind of get lucky and it's largely down to like RNG, like whether you get lucky enough to find an extra like the three plate satchel. Unless I think you, I might have got one when I cleared the stronghold today. So like maybe that yeah. was, maybe that's an easy way to get them. Um, but in general, like I, I, I think putting that gap in between like people who are just dropping in and people who know where to go to get this certain loot and like, you know, to get that third armor plate, like it is a bit of a strange advantage. And I don't think it's one I like. I will say this is one of the things that like I may be most critical of with Warzone 2 in that like I much preferred it. I mean, you always spawned in with two, right? But you always have the option for the third one in all yeah. Warzone. You just have to find a plate, which is easy. You do that straight away. In this, like setting that two plate cap and introducing like the three plate armor satchels, it, it just, or armor vests, whatever they're called. It's it's just another barrier in there that like sets things apart, and it kind of goes against what we've just been saying about like how a lot of it just comes down to positioning and like it 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 I don't know it's it, it's frustrating when you die to someone because you couldn't kill them fast enough because they had fifty extra health. I guess is all I can say. Like it's a pretty simple point, but it's really annoying. Um, and it, you know, Apex does Apex has always done this, right? Like you have various different armor tiers and. And I've always kind of not liked it. I've always thought it was a bit frustrating because mm. I don't know that game very well. So, like, I'm probably doing it completely the wrong way. But in Apex, I tend to upgrade my armor, or at least I did last time I played it. This might have been taken out now. I'm not an Apex uh, pro. But, like, I used to upgrade my armor through, like, the crafting station things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that seemed like the fastest way for me to get to, like, the top-tier armor. Um and it, that takes time, and and that kind of means that when I come up against another player, if they're just like really good, or they just know where to get this loot, or they just get lucky and get it, like they're at a very clear advantage that's unavoidable from that point. And there's only so much like there's only so much more skill you can have that can outdo someone who has like an extra, you know, if it's Warzone fifty health or Apex, it could be quite a lot. And it, it's just something that I find a little bit frustrating. Um, because it does make it less about that positioning and skill and like knowing how to play well compared to just having better gear and inherently being stronger because of that. That's much less exciting. And I think it's much less satisfying. I, I Like, you know, if you're the one with three plates and you're just sweeping everyone up because you're both using like an M4 or the STB or you know, some of the Metagun and you're both just rinsing each other at, inevitably you know with the same ttk like it's going to be the person with two armor plates that dies first right yeah it um, it does there is that sense that like when you get three armor plates it feels like balance is restored a bit like oh right okay now i'm this is sort of how it should be like not there's not that sense of like wow i'm 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 more overpowered at least for me anyway like i kind of think why is this not <laughs> the default um yeah i mean i don't I, I, if they never change it i i don't think i i could get over it i'm sure but like it'll be interesting just to see what it would be like if, if three was just the default you know um mm -hmm. and whether that would make a huge difference to things um i'm sure it would but yeah 
uh, it's just an it's just an interesting thing the way they've kind of tweaked the armor plates and, and the fact that it it takes longer now, uh, which feels like a very deliberate decision. Um, because I, I suppose they were thinking, well, before if you cracked someone's armor, they could replate pretty quickly. Um, which I suppose they were thinking, well, this defeats the point then. So by making us take you know a bit longer to put them on it rewards kind of that that player who cracks first then can then kind of push and be a bit more proactive um which i get uh but i it does feel like once you've once you've been broken and you're kind of replating well it's very hard to kind of come back from that um because if they do rush you i think you're a goner um I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should get better at the game. But um, <laughs> uh, there is something about. I, I do hope they maybe tweak movement so you're able just to move a touch faster whilst you're playing, just so you can kind of reposition a little bit. Because um, at the moment, it does feel like you're rooted to the spot when you're when you're replating. Uh, if you've yeah. kind of lost a gunfight, and uh, there is a part where it's a bit like oh, this might be a bit mean, um, but I get why they've done it. It's fine. Um, I will also say that, like, I I would love to know what Warzone 2 would have played like without loadouts. Um, Because, like, knowing that you can go to a stronghold, clear it, and you'll get your loadout, and uh, presumably, like I did, an armor satchel, like an armor vest for your three plates, that's then a very strong advantage over most other players in the game. Because you have your top loadout with perks and everything, and a three-plate armor vest that a lot of the players might not have found yet. So if you can rush a stronghold as soon as they come active, like a like a short amount of time into a game, you could set yourself apart very quickly. And I would like to know, you know, because up until like a couple of weeks before launch, I'm pretty sure loadouts were just like this thing that weren't going to be in Warzone 2, right? Like it was mm. buy custom guns and that was it. There were no perks, there were no loadout drops, there was none of that. So like it is very strange to see like how how much adding it in might have shifted like the pace of play or like uh, it, i guess now uh, you know it it would be interesting to see what removing them is like for a brief amount of time um i would like a you know, they'll never do this, I doubt, but like a, an event or something where you can't get loadout drops just to see what it would have been like. Because, you know, like like I say, like it is very easy right now to like get your loadout drop at the stronghold and you'll get a three-plate vest and then you are set. And if other players haven't been to a stronghold yet, you are for sure going to like, you know, have a large advantage and, and possibly just outrightly destroy them. Um, because you have like your fully customized guns with perks you know, whatever equipment you want and uh, an extra armor plate. And that's a huge advantage. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a little little thing, but I would be interested to see what it would have been like before that change was made, like leading up to launch. Because I feel like without loadout drops, it'd be a completely different game. It would loadout be. Loadout drops yeah. kind of make Warzone, right? Like they, they were one of the big things that really set it apart for me before. Yeah, uh, they, they're sort of one of the key things for me and i love having the kind of loadout to chase in each warzone game um so yeah it'd be interesting to see if they do bring like a time limited mode where it's like 
you know, there's no loadouts in this just to see how it shakes out. Um, definitely be up for, for, uh, for that mode. And, um, I suppose sort of keeping on, on new, on the sort of theme of new changes to Warzone. Um, so before in Warzone one, you just have one big circle that would collapse and eventually, you know, you have the final one, blah, blah, blah. In this, we now have, well, I'm not sure if it happens every game. Uh, it might do, but it's the the circle kind of splits into three and then collapses. Um, yeah. How how do you feel about that one? Because I'm I'm not convinced by it. Um, I don't think I feel that strongly about it. But I'm not sure I feel convinced that it's like a a particularly good addition to the game. Um. I think it's fine. I I honestly don't feel that strongly about it because it's a hard thing to really notice, if that makes sense. Right. Like we were playing a game, you know, like we were saying just before this, and I saw the circle split and that towards the end, and there was like circle A and circle B. And it never really felt like that much of a choice because we were naturally being pushed towards circle A because it was on our side of the map. So like it was the obvious one to go for. Um if we had gone for circle B, like it would have just been a disadvantage on our part because we would have been rushing to get there and completely dazed by the whole thing. A was just the natural push point. Like it was that was where we were naturally being led to. So it didn't feel like it disturbed the rhythm too much. Uh and it definitely didn't feel hard to find players because we got into circle A and died immediately. So like it didn't feel like it was splitting like the player pool up too much either. Um it it it, it I'm not quite sure why it's a thing. I suppose I don't. Yeah. I don't see the advantages behind it from like a game design perspective, of like splitting the player pool, only to remerge them on their next circle. It's at most like a few minutes that you spend apart, and I don't understand why. Like, can you think of a reason why that's a thing, or am I just being stupid? Tell me if I'm just being stupid. Um, <laughs> I I honestly have no idea why they've made it a thing. I I I wonder if it's. It feels like it's a forced thing. Like, um, what can we do to innovate on something that probably doesn't need changing? Just the one circle collapsing, I think, is fine on its own. It sort of feels like they've just gone, right, how can we make this slightly more intriguing? Um, Ooh, we've got two circles. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and it, it just... The fact that we've not really identified a reason to why it exists, I think, says it all. Like, I just maybe it kind of it helps push players together in some way that we're unaware of. Um, but for me, it just overcomplicates things. Like I, I played one, one game with some friends where we did get caught sort of uh, by, by the circle collapse. So I kind of had to, I stayed within one circle and my friends sort of had to stay in another and I wanted to kind of stay connected with them so i ran i tried to run through like a very small sliver of gas <laughs> and it was like this feels so <laughs> so silly i i may i suppose the whole splitting you up for your team it m- might make things quite interesting but it just was a bit more of a frustrating thing than anything um and running through like the tiniest little slice of gas just to get to my friend's circle was like, uh, all right, okay, this is how we're doing it now, is it? Did um, you make it? I didn't make it because we were both being shot in the back. 
Um, uh... So it was a bit like, right, do I split away from you or do I stay with you? And it was just a bit of a mess. Um, I don't know. I, I But anyway, let's, let's move on from the circle collapse. Um, just touch briefly on, on looting. So I think looting is also quite a big a big thing, at least for me in this. Um, where again, before in Warzone 1, you'd shoot an enemy and they kind of just scatter all their shit on the floor and you could just hoover it up and it was just super quick and super smooth and it was great. Um, in this one, they've kind of gone down like a mixture of the like a more traditional route and the old one where like, say in Apex or whatever, enemies drop like loot boxes and you have to kind of open the loot box and then look through their stuff and then select what you want to take from the loot box. It's similar in this now where like players drop their backpacks and you have to kind of go through them and all of that sort of stuff. Um, I found it sticky. I don't, it doesn't quite work I don't, as, as maybe they'd intended. It feels a bit slower. Again, I understand it's probably more deliberate and, and lets you kind of stow things away in your own backpacks. You can kind of, you know, preserve uh, or keep reserves of a certain ammo type. If you're using uh, an assault rifle, you can keep lots of that ammo back just in case you ever run out or uh, keep kill streaks in your bags. So you can kind of use them later. Um, but when you're like in a hurry and the, and I feel like the pace of Warzone is, is very quick sometimes, it feels like it kind of glues you in place and sort of having to hover your mouse over stuff and select what you want. It's just like, man, I just wish I could hoover all all of it up, you know, really quickly um, and just get on with it. Uh, I will be less nice than you and just say I think it's it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'm not really going to justify it uh, so much, um, you know. With the whole like it's, it's more deliberate thing i just think it's garbage i just think if the the less screens you can have that interrupt the flow of play the better and i think it's bad design to have had such a smooth system and forces change that makes it feel clunkier slows it down and honestly doesn't really solve any problems because the only problem i can really see that like they were trying to fix here is like the muddle of loot on the floor that it's hard to pick out what you want from right? Like a, a loot box surely solves that problem. Um, but things still drop out. Like it isn't just a backpack. Their weapons fall on the floor. So like it's still messy and you're still trying to find that backpack amidst all this loot that's suddenly around. And like you know, you, it, it, it still just that still feels like a, a messy system because now you have to hunt for the backpack. You know what I mean? And like I, before yeah. it was almost faster because you just sweep up the ammo and the cash but now, like, you have to find the backpack if you want the cash. So you need to find this pack on the floor that's, like, sometimes glitched next to a buy station or hidden under their body for some reason, and you can't interact with it. Like, it... And then just the idea of forcing another screen on someone that they then have to, like, click through, that disrupts the flow of play so much, and I can understand that it's maybe, like, a slightly more realistic way to, like, you know, make Warzone 2 like feel real but it's not cod's arcadey and you had like a really good system that felt smooth and fast and snappy and you've just made it clunkier i don't think that's good design i just think that's 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 a bad choice yeah it's it's cruel but i think i think that's my opinion i do get you it's one of those things which really made warzone one click for me as well was just not having to deal with like constantly cracking open like supply crates and and 
attack, looking at my attachments and having to like manage my inventory. I just loved yeah. being able to just to, you know, when you're in a really intense fighting COD, because COD's so like fast paced and arcadey and just kind of, you know, when the circles are closing in and there's enemies all around you and you kind of, you're taken out a team and you know, there's another one nearby and you need to loot. And you were able to do that so smoothly and so cleanly and so quickly in the previous war zone. It was just so perfect. And in this one, I couldn't see myself like being able to tackle uh, multiple teams or, or like a very uh, intense situation with the same confidence at all. Because I know for a fact, I'd, I'd be like, right, I've, I've, you know, I've taken out this team. I know there's another one close to me. I need to loot their stuff. So what I'll have to do is try and fucking find this small backpack amidst this mess on the floor, sort of stand still, open it, and then sort of in in a panic, try and figure out which inventory is theirs on the screen and which is mine. Because even that to me now isn't very clear. Just at a glance, I'm like, which is mine? Like, I can't tell. For sure, the amount of times I've pressed my own cache and then gone, oh, wait, no, I've already picked up their cache. That's my cache. Like, yeah. I, I click it to try and loot it, and then I'm like, oh, no, it auto loots cache when you open the backpack. So I've just clicked my cache. It just confuses me. It's, it throws it's, me off. It's like I I can see why they've done it, and it works the whole backpack system. They've no, cu- Ed. But don't see <laughs> <laughs> I just, they had, so, they had it so right. Um, and... I do hope that they really tweak it. They really, really go hard on making it right because um, it's it's such a it's such a mess. Especially as you were right, like you have some stuff falling into you know you, you kill an enemy and the backpack falls to the floor. But sometimes it's just surrounded by other shit, and it's like <laughs> either commit to one or commit to the other. Don't be do both. Um, and there's there's other times where at the moment like you drop a gun and then you can't pick it back up because it's kind of overlapped with it with all the other shit on the floor and it's yeah it's it's a pain um so i do hope looting looting changes um but anyway let's let's move on to sort of the final part of multiplayer um we sounded quite down on warzone there we like it it's just as we a, like a, it there's some things which need <laughs> changing uh, uh and yeah, it's that's such a minor thing right then, like yeah. uh, a backpack falls on the floor and we're pissed off about it like <laughs> yeah uh, but... it's such a tiny thing that doesn't really like you know it for the most part like it only bothers me in the moment you know what i mean and yeah then, like i forget about it and get right back into like chaos um it's just like like you say like to kind of expand on it very quickly it's just in those moments when like you're at a massive fight at a buy station, for example, I want to be able to just run over some bodies, sweep up some cash, and pop a UAV, right? Like buy, get the buy station, pop a UAV, but like backpack slows that down, right? And I'll say like the the wider loot system very quickly as well. I I don't think is is quite perfect either. Mm. Um, like outside of like looting players, I think general ground loot like it it isn't quite distinguished enough for me against like the the environment so i am finding it harder to pick out ammo or equipment and stuff like that um just as i'm like quickly darting through a building which is a tiny thing again um but some way to make like just loot that i can grab stand out more would be very useful because then if i'm you know if the circle's closing in and i'm in a rush or 
you know, I'm just trying to quickly blitz through a building and then like catch up with my friends, like it would be useful to be able to just quickly pass it, like without having to stop and properly stare. Like if I can just quickly glance and go, oh yeah, there's some ammo, boom, keep going. Oh, there's a plate, grab it, go. Like the faster it is in that regard, like the the quicker you can kind of get through what well, is like realistically, like I'm not saying looting is bad in a battle royale, but looting is definitely like the slower part and you want to be shooting people, right? So the quicker you can get over with the looting and get into a fight again, the better, I would think, um, at least in this case. Yeah, I think it just helps with, with the pacing as well as when, when there's less players kind of fumbling around with, with <laughs> shit in their inventories uh it just enables everyone to just to crack on and have some good gunfights um uh, and just stops like those clutch it, it, it just le- it lessens the the cool like clutch moments as well if you just have players not being able to sweep over stuff and, and quickly get a uav out and get right back into the action and t- sort of turn things around there's exactly. there's going to be less of that and and i suppose they're thinking well you know, if you'd have managed your your backpack correctly, you'd, you'd you know you wouldn't get yourself into these bad situations. But I think it isn't that like the fun of of these battle rounds and these war zones sometimes, where like you're sort of just surviving, you're just managing to survive, and it's going to be messy, uh, and you're going to get yourself out of these like crazy situations rather than kind of these meticulous backpack management. Um, being prepared for everything like save that for survival games not save not like that Warzone. for tarkov oh, yeah we're gonna <laughs> that's it the, the segue hey. <laughs> um so dmz uh is a thing now that's that that's the, sort of the third uh and and um is that the third component i suppose 3.5 to 4 uh, of the whole call of duty <laughs> sort of package um it's Call of Duty's take on Escape from Tarkov, essentially. Uh, I suppose Tarkov Light in this case. It's not quite as hardcore. Uh, it takes Warzone's map. You select some objectives to do, uh, and you kind of just jump in. And if you die, you lose all the stuff you've taken in with you, that sort of thing. Um, what do you make of it, Hayden? Do, do you think it's like a worthy addition? Before I talk about uh, DMZ, I will say there's no crafting in it. And oh, yeah. that makes me dislike the campaign more. So just to reiterate very quickly, the campaign was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, DMZ in general, big fan. I really like it. I definitely have issues with it. Uh, and I think a lot of that stems from the fact that it's currently in beta. Whether that was always going to be the case or not, I don't know, because there was so much negativity around DMZ from like influencers and such who had seen it before launch um, that you know maybe they got the feeling that it wasn't quite as ready as they thought it was. I think it's quite good. Maybe beta is the right state for it right now, but I think it's quite good. Um, but yeah, I guess to quickly, very rapidly like cover the differences from warzone like same map as far as i'm aware it's just our masra yeah um but you enter like you know from like the edges of the map work your way in um it's mostly filled with ai so there are less players to bother with but when you do have to bother with them maybe it's scarier (laughs) at least it is for me um 
But it makes it, it in general, I think it's a because you're mostly battling AI, it feels a bit more relaxed. Um, but you, there, am I right that there are no loadout drops? So you just go through and you pick up weapons or you buy them from a buy station? Yeah, I don't think there's any loadout drops in this yeah. one. Um, I do want, I, I can't remember if there's strongholds in it. Um, there are strongholds. I wonder I if you give you loadout drops. I don't I know if they give you loadout drops, or at least like I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they don't. I've done a fair few strongholds and I didn't get a loadout. Okay, drop. yeah. Um, but yeah, like in that sense, it's it's a little bit more relaxed um, because you're just kind of working your way through buildings, gathering cash, collecting random garbage that you can't craft with, like random uh, a, a spool of wire. Or a water bottle, or some old alcohol. It's <laughs> worth like fifty dollars or something. Um, and you go sell it all at a buy station, and then you can use that to buy stuff, like buy guns and stuff. Um, which is what I was saying earlier is like how you can extract weapons, and then it'll unlock them in like the base game. Uh, if if you just if you buy a gun or pick it up and extract with it, you'll unlock it, and that's it. No other like leveling malarkey, uh, which is probably a much smoother experience and like more interesting way to unlock guns. Like I think that's worth saying real quick. Like I, it's quite a an, an exciting way I think to unlock a new gun. Like compared to just hitting level six and getting an SMG. Yeah. Like, quite cool like the idea of having to go in and find it and extract with it i'm into that don't know how it affects like the overall cod experience if it was the only way to unlock guns probably quite badly but i'm into it regardless i, I think it's quite cool um but like in terms of it feeling half-baked like to quickly like touch on what i'm not so into about dm said is it it doesn't feel quite as purposeful it doesn't feel quite as i you know, to use an Edward, deliberate. Like, nothing I do in it feels very important. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of wandering around, I get some cash, uh, I clear a stronghold, and I maybe do my missions along the way, which are, like, little... They're not daily objectives, but they're essentially, like, similar kind of things you would do, like a daily objective in a game. Um, but they're, like, persistent, and you can complete them across matches and stuff. But, like... I, you know, I, I'll do that stuff while clearing a stronghold, and then I'm like, well, I may as well extract now, and then, you know, I lose all my stuff, and the cash gets converted to XP. And, like, you know, yeah, it's cool in the sense that you can unlock weapons and stuff, and I do quite like that as a mechanic, but in terms of, like, DMZ as his own isolated mode, the lack of persistence between matches makes it a little bit less exciting for me than something like Tarkov. I really like the idea of having a stash of gear and having cash to use like outside of a match to buy gear and stuff. Um, that I don't think DMZ like it's it, it stripped it out to maybe make it more simple, and I can I can see like the case there, like you know, it, in comparison to me being really harsh about Star Wars and stuff. Like I can see the reasoning behind this because COD should be more arcadey. It is a more arcadey experience. I think this streamlines it a lot. But I also think it just makes the feeling of looting up in one match feel much less exciting and much less rewarding. Because if I find, like, any loot, really, I just know it's all going to go at the end. Um, and I would much prefer 
if I could kind of pull a weapon out, like extract with it, and then I could take that same weapon back in to start a new match. And like it's it's really pedantic because I know you can do that with like the contraband slot, but it's just I don't like the contraband slot. If anything, it makes it too simple that I can just fully customize a weapon and take it in, and if I die, like I can just do it again in an hour. And I just have to wait, or I can speed that up by, you know, like, rushing through. I don't know. I'd probably just be impedantic. I'm not sure. But there's something about, like... I think it's I think it's not even so much guns. I think it's a stash of cash to buy, like, armor plates with to take in, or certain equipment to take in, or self-revives to take in. Stuff like that. Yeah, I, I maybe in pedantic and, and, and annoying, but it, it just doesn't feel quite as purposeful and quite as exciting to gather loot when you know at the end of the game you're gonna lose pretty much all of it. Am I wrong? Do, do you end up keeping guns? Am I like you I do? Might be lying, um, if you take you your guns, guns, like, guns or whatever, if you do like extract with it with a gun, um, like if you pick up an AK 74U from an enemy and extract with it, it will stay, you will stay with you in your stash. You can keep it in your yeah, stash. Yeah, I did think I was lying when I said that. Um, yeah, but... I might have been wrong on there. But the, the general idea of making that more in depth, more complex, and having cash to buy stuff with outside of a match so you can go in like fully geared up, I just think that would make it more exciting for me. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm i with you there. I think, um, I, I really like DMZ, by the way. Uh, I think it's, it's actually really fun. Um, I do just think it needs, like you were saying, purpose. Um, if there was like some uh, economy to it, something to, to you, the cash that you extract with can be used in in a different way. Um, it, it, maybe it could play. I think what it does very well is like the weapon unlock thing. You, the, the, the M13 having to do like a special mission to unlock that in i think that's that could be the future for dmz stuff like that i obviously it might annoy some players or whatever but um i think it's actually like a really cool playground for to to do these like interesting missions um and stuff i think that'll be like a cool new way of uh, of introducing different things and uh, as seasons go by um just tie it into Warzone in some way, or unlocking weapons, or um, I don't yeah. know something else. Uh, uh, it's just be interesting to see where they go with that. Economy was the the perfect word, by the way. That's what I was trying to get at. because I think having more to gain outside of like obviously like I was wrong and you do extract a gun and like you can take it back in, but like having more to gain in like a wider kind of loot pool that you can stash and take back in with you. Um, and I do think like I kept a self revive one game, but then it didn't let me use it after, and it just disappeared. And I was like, "That's annoying." Um, but I think that is a mechanic that's maybe in there. But being able to build up like an actual stash of those things, you know what I mean? So I could have like five or ten self revives. I don't know, like stacked and ready to go in my like stash because I've played really well for like a consecutive amount of games. Like building up that wider economy that isn't just game to game, I think would be more exciting. And I also think it builds up tension. And I feel like tension is something that's so important to talk of. Like that feeling of knowing you've gained so much and there's so much to lose is very enticing. 
And it, when you die, it's a gut punch. But it, it, I think feeling that gut punch is better than feeling nothing. And when I die in DMZ, it does just feel a bit flat. It's like, oh, okay, I'll just go again. And it doesn't feel like there's as much like tension or like, you know, removing that tension makes it less rewarding when I survive, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't really care what happens either way. Uh, and for, for a mode that I really do genuinely enjoy exploring in, like you said, like it is a decent little like sandbox playground to just mess around in. Um, that's a lot less restrictive than Warzone because, like, obviously there's no circle in DNZ. So you just kind of safe, just mosey around for the most part. Um, and, and explore a bit more. And Amalsar is a cool map to explore. It's a lot denser than the dance world. So like it's I don't know, just just having more tension in that would maybe make the gameplay a little bit stronger. Like maybe make the the unique element of that mode stand out more to me. Because right now it just feels like you know when you go into Warzone, like a test match, and there's like no other players. Yeah, it's That's kind of how this feels a little bit firing rangey, like a little bit less purposeful. I guess it's the best word I can use. Like, it, it, there's just there's clearly stuff to do, but the lack of kind of overflow into each match and, and like a wider, I, 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 you know, I can't quite like qualify what I'd even want that to be, but some kind of wider system, um to feel like I'm gaining just something more out of it or progressing towards something. Because right now I do feel like I just played DMZ to quickly get a gun unlocked and then go back into another mode. Yeah, I I, I think it does need something to make it stand on its own and, and to fill out the map a bit more with kind of stuff that will funnel players together i've had lots of matches in dmz where i've not encountered anyone i've just cracked on with whatever i wanted to do without zero with zero threat i've just kind of got out mm. zero firefights um again i've enjoyed my time with it i enjoy taking on the ai enemies and testing up guns and all that sort of stuff i like the fact that it sort of lets you take things your own pace if you're not if you're not feeling Warzone that particular evening but you kind of still want a slight flavor of it uh, you can jump into DMZ and just have a good time uh, and then leave if you want. Um, but yeah, I think if it's gonna, I, I hope it does. I, I hope they kind of keep supporting it and improving on it. It does need, like you were saying, that purpose. Um, uh, whatever that whatever that entails would be very interesting because uh, I suppose they don't want it to be too punishing. Uh, they kind of want to try and keep it sort of sort of more approachable for 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 people i'd imagine than maybe escape from tarkov or something like that um but yeah i i i look forward to seeing what they do with it and um i also get the feeling this is what spec ops died for a hundred percent they're gonna forget spec ops and gonna hopefully just pour stuff into this um so yeah i i think I think the whole sort of Call of Duty package this year is ex extremely strong. Um, aside from kind of the obvious uh, like launch problems, it's, it's very buggy at the moment yeah. and all that stuff. Has it surprised you like how much people have taken to DMZ? Like, do you? Because obviously, like, there's been so much buzz around it. Like, why do you think 
What do you think is drawing people to it over just like the standard Warzone experience, the standard Battle Royale? Because, uh, like, I, do you think it's just people wanting to light, light a Tarkov, or do you think there's like something else in there? I think it's because, at least for me, it's like it lets me have that slight Warzone-ness with you know, the threat of other players, whatever. Um, but I, I can kind of just do my own thing uh, with some friends, there's like kind of less stress about it. Sort of weirdly, even though DMZ is, you know, an, an escape from Tarkov Hunt Showdown, they are inherently stressful games and stressful times. Yeah, like, yeah. I find with DMZ, it just kind of you can relax a little bit more, which is which is crazy. Um, and, just and, relaxing in an active war zone. So yeah, chill. you can kind of just chill and. and <laughs> do objectives and shoot some dumb AI enemies and level up your weapons and occasionally bump into some other players. Um, uh, there is something about that, which is like really appealing. And, um, the, and I, I don't, maybe that's why people are taking to it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think that's it. I, I don't, I just see it as like quite a nice little companion to, to Warzone. If I'm not feeling Warzone that particular Eve, um, Warzone can be very stressful, uh, and I guess like in uh, in the sense that we've spoken before about Warzone having those great little pockets to just like have a chat without focusing too much. Um, DMZ is kind of that, uh, but even more. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it is just one big playground, like you said, like you, you got it across really well. Like, but it, it's a, it it being a little bit less purposeful maybe does make it. Uh, obviously, a, a little bit more, like like you said, more relaxed, and maybe a better time to like have with friends if you actually want to like talk because it is much less demanding, like moment to moment, compared to Warzone. With Warzone, you have to be switched on like twenty four seven, and maybe I have a false sense of security. But in DMZ, I generally feel safer because there's less enemies and everyone's just kind of getting on with what they want to do. Well, less player enemies, I should say. The AI don't particularly trouble me. Yeah, I, and it's weird because they it's less stressful, but I think for it to be have more purpose, they need to up the stress levels. It's just finding that balance of, of it kind of sitting alongside Warzone as maybe the less stressful option. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting I mean, to see how they balance it. Yeah, that's why I quickly want to just like touch on that before, like before we kind of wrap up because I thought that's that's an important point to get across to like I. I have just moaned about it not being purposeful enough, but there is something in that, and I, I was hoping you would articulate it. You did very well. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but there is something in that more relaxed experience that really does obviously appeal to a lot of people. Yeah, because you, you can just have nights where you're either not feeling war zone, or it just doesn't go well for you. You just you're just getting like rattled every single time, and it's a bit like you know what? I need an outlet. I just want to spend time in Call of Duty and multiplayer. Um, but I want it to be Warzone-ish and DMZ, you think, fits the bill. Um, yeah, I, I think that's that's where I'm at with it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think Call of Duty this year is actually very good and there's a lot of cool things going on with it. Um, I hope that yeah. it, it just continues to get better and they sort of sort out a lot of the launch <laughs> bugs and stuff for sure for sure you want a hot take before we end you want a hot take oh yeah hit us with the we love a good hot take i've been playing god of war ragnarok lately 
Right. God is drawing me in way more. Ragnarok, not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> 20 hours in, I don't see what the hype's about. Right, right. interesting. I'm going I'm to I'm state my claim right here. Game of the year. <laughs> Barely even game of the day. Come on. Come game on. of the day. Absolutely <laughs> destroyed it. Well, like, so I was itching to hop back into our master or multiplayer camo grind. It's all about the gold camo grind. I'm sorry, I can't grind camos in in Warzone. What? Um, <laughs> just quickly, like, what is it about Ragnarok that's not? Did you like the first God of War? Um... So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, I I am filled with takes on games that are inherently wrong. Uh, lots of good games that I think are garbage. I mentioned The Witch 3 earlier. I think it's trash. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, bad game. God of War 2018, not great. <laughs> I didn't have a good time with it. But I will say, when I played God of War 2018, it was actually 2020, and I had a very intense bout of COVID. <laughs> ah. um, and I was you know, working at a certain call center, having a bad time there, uh, and I got COVID, and I was like, right, if I'm having 10 days off work, then, or whatever, uh, then I'm playing some games while I suffer through this. And it was bad COVID, like, it really messed me up. Uh, I think I had to go to, like, the doctors at one point, because, like, it was just horrible. Oh, God. Um, but uh, I, in between all that, I, I played God of War 2018, and I thought it was fine, but I thought the combat was a bit dull, and I just think, like, it isn't very interesting it just feels really monotonous um like once you've played it for an hour you've played it all and there's very little they do to differentiate like throughout or to mix things up uh, and i think ragnarok just has the exact same issues like the combat isn't very exciting especially when they just keep throwing the same enemies at you the story is it, irritating me a little bit more than it did before i think um i thought the whole like quest to return the mother's ashes and then like all that in God of War 2018 was really interesting. Kratos and Atreus, like, less so at times, but there was something in the overall quest there that felt, I don't know, to use the word of the day, more purposeful. Like, mm. I felt like I was actively moving towards something, whereas Ragnarok feels a bit more scattered, um, and it doesn't quite... I don't know, in, in scaring it up a bit more and making the plot, like, maybe a little bit looser, it, it just loses some of the appeal of, like, a grand quest to be, you know, because it is just very much players barking at each other and then, like, running off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> characters just like, oh, I'm, I'm going! <laughs> and they run away. And it's like, well, we just keep doing this over and over again. I just I just don't think I'm finding it very interesting. Um, so I thought I'd give you that hot take. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm I, really yeah. cautious, really cautious to stake it out and be like, God of War Ragnarok's garbage. I'm tempted to say it just to really end on it i don't i don't believe that so i'm gonna i god of ragnarok is not garbage but i'm not loving it yeah i <laughs> i don't think i will buy ragnarok for a while it'll be one of those games where like i'll wait for it to go on sale in like two years time and then i'll play it when i've got nothing else to play um it seems fine but it just seems more of the same like you were saying like, uh, i yeah i i felt like I liked God of War, like the, the first one, and I I think I would think this one's good, but nothing like crazy special. Um, so yeah, I'm not like 
running to the shops to buy it. Like, um, yeah, at the moment. It turns I, out yeah. it wasn't just COVID that told me on the first one. It genuinely just was the game. Itself, yeah, turns out. I, 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 I much rather at the moment Warzone's not perfect. I can dip in sometimes in the evening, and then I can dip out, and that's me done. Um, it yeah. feels like quite a nice game to play in that regard. Whereas I, I'm not playing anything at the moment like which requires more than that from me <laughs> like just... i'm playing ragnarok and pokemon violet and here's the hot take i'm having a better time with pokemon violet <laughs> that's the hot take. there you go people <laughs> oh throw my that one God. on your reddit that's, that's the big one um but yeah like um i spoke to alice b uh, uh, and apparently i'm halfway ish through god of War ragnarok that's uh and i'm 20 hours in God, Oof. yeah. I'd rather not. I'd rather not play for another twenty to thirty hours. I'll tell you that much. Um, okay. You'd rather play Pokemon, which I'd looks like Pokemon it Pokemon. might not I'd survive rather... twenty hours. <laughs> yeah, I would rather chug my way through Poldea, uh, riding on a janky legendary Pokemon, than swing that axe one more time. That's that's my take. All right, <laughs> but we'll end on that take. Uh, <laughs> that shocking take um and i don't even know what we're discussing next pod but probably more of that to make it a pokemon one we'll see um, <laughs> i imagine some cod probably because we're probably still playing that and a bit of dark tide maybe oh yeah it's coming out soon yeah Talk a bit of dark tide let's, let's let's put a pin in that one yeah a bit of dark tide it is then um all right Outro time, I guess. It's been a long one. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the Ultimate Audio Bang. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, uh, then subscribe via your podcasting platform of choice. There are also a number of other ways you can support the show. You can follow us on Twitter. RPS is at Rock Paper Shot. I'm at From Edward, and Hayden is at Hayden underscore Hefford. And if you want to chat some lovely people, go join the RPS Discord. That's at discord.gg slash rockpapershotgun. You can get some very nice clothes in the form of RPS shirts and hoodies. You can head on over to store.repop.com to see what threads we're selling and whether you'd like to purchase any. And last but not least, for all of your PC gaming needs, make sure you head on over to rockpapershotgun.com. So that's it from the both of us. We will catch you later. Bye. Bye.